If you're listening to this podcast, it is likely because you're currently being pursued by some sort of extraterrestrial, spiritual, or cryptozoological threat. You probably saw that this show was about these sorts of otherworldly abominations and reckoned it a place of insight. Unfortunately, the following podcast is entirely farcical and will be of little help to anyone. But you're here, so you might as well enjoy the show and pray that it doesn't find you. Welcome back to Lore Folk, a podcast where we riff on all things paranormal. You know the deal at this point. We're on episode nine, I think. Here we are. It's me, your host, Aiden Kidd. And today I'm joined by my co-host, confidant, and pseudo-son, who's recently returned from his failed trip to retrieve his wife from the underworld. It's... Maddie Bar. Ah, I should have looked back. Ah, uh, you looked back. I didn't and know down, she was there. Down she goes ah. back to the town of Hadles. So, Maddie, today we've got some shenanigans. We got some stuff going on. And I thought we'd start off today with an encounter story. When I was 12 or so, I felt something round in my earlobe. I told everyone, and they said it was just an under the skin zit. Ooh. Pretty normal for someone my age. But it was there for six months. And they didn't pop it if it was a zit. Annoyed, I decided to do some self-surgery. I could feel it very near the surface and poked a hole in my ear with a sterilized needle. Blood fucking everywhere. I could feel this thing and I squeezed it up towards the hole that I just pierced. Out pops a tiny metal ball, maybe half the size of a BB. It was a black Metal, completely spherical, with an indentation on the center. So not completely spherical, you lying cheat. Yeah, what the you hell? You come to me, you come with your plight of metal balls in your ears, and yet you present me lies? You have metal shapes in your ears, but they're not metal balls. Concave! Excuse you, I did geometry once. As I was rolling it around in my blood-covered fingers, it slipped. Spun around the sink a couple of times and fell down the drain. Oh no. (laughs) At 12, I had no idea what the fuck to do with it. And my parents didn't believe a word I said. And just told me to put some tea tree oil on my zits next time. Well, that is good advice for zits, but this ain't no zit. There's a lot of mistakes that were made in this situation. Firstly, you rubbed it around in your blood-covered hands, which obviously slickened your fingies, causing it to fall. If you're doing anything in the bathroom, you should close the drain in the sink. Exactly. That's very important. A lot of mistakes. Unless you live with Stuart Little and he can go down the sink drain and get your mom's wedding ring, it's a no-go. That's a good point. Are you a Stuart Little family? No, you're not. You do not have an adopted mouse brother. There's only one. Stuart Little. And he's not a mouse. You know, he's described as a human with mouse-like features. Which is a whole podcast episode unto itself that we're not going to get into right now. Another big mistake didn't come from our 12-year-old friend. It actually comes from the parents. Mm. Because here they have a precious metal-producing son, and they didn't capitalize it in any way. Right. They could have used him. They could have made so much money from him. He's generating metals and plastics in his earlobes, 
and yet they're not doing any sort of business or scandalizing of any sort. If my son came to me and said, Dad, I had some precious jewels fell out of my ears, I'd be like, I'm sending you to science and we will find this out because I want to make sure that there's a way that I can maximize this effect. Make that and money. Get that nosh. Imagine if they had outsourced it to a bigger part of his body than his fucking earlobe, you know? You got you got bellies. Those are soft like earlobes. So much more space. Coming so, out of the forehead. So much more metal. Exactly. Just trying to skin do a friggin' metal producing machine. Diamond He's not mine. your son anymore. He's money machine now. Ridiculous. Absolutely terrible parenting. I got another cryptid for us. Oh, golly. I'm so excited to learn new things. It's a pretty classic one. Oh. It's then a... I'm not learning new things now, am I, Maddie? Well, it's... And what's the point of this podcast if I'm not learning things? Fun. No. Oh, no. Spookums? Sure. Our cryptid here is... I don't actually know how to pronounce this. I think it's Wol- Wolper. Wolper? From Pokemon? Wolper. Wolpertinger. It just doesn't seem like a whole word. It seems like two words. Sounds like an old-timey racial slur, so that's not fun. Right? But it akin to it being two words smushed together, it's two animals smushed together because it's a bunny with horns with wings with fangs. So this is a jackalope who took too much. Yes. So tragically, we'll just part the curtain here. This doesn't actually exist. Unlike, what? What? Excuse me! Unlike all our other cryptids, this one's not real, but I've, I've brought it here today to propose. They're just misunderstood horned rabbits, which, by the way, do exist. What the hell? I have brought this here to propose that we form a game plan because I want this to exist and we need to will it into existence. So, like, what's our game plan? We've done PR for cryptids. We've fallen in love with cryptids, but now we need to create a cryptid. I was so ready to absolutely lose my shit that you bring to me a, a not real cryptid that I'm not going to learn about. But you're right. You're so right. Mm-hmm. We, as a podcast, this is our mission, have a mission now, a mission statement that will direct us into the future. And it's to create and generate a real living cryptid all our own. Yes. And it's a small, you know, it's this roughly the size of a rabbit. So. I love this. He's Start adorable small. too and highly marketable. Adorable. Kids love winged rodents. Mm-hmm. And he's got horns too. So you use him to snuggle, use him as a weapon, use him to hang your jewelry on. He's wah, the Swiss wah. army knife of cryptids. Bada bing, bada we gotta bing. make him real. Mm-hmm. So, so how would we go forward in trying to make this a reality? I assume we could contact some scientists, maybe some like ecological experts yes i think my plan so we find a rap so horned rabbits are real their horns aren't usually as magnificent as this but sometimes they do get a little buck wild such as the jackalope pun intended and they have really big horns so we get a rat we get a horned rabbit and we get some type of bird and then we but we don't can it be a hawk they don't fuck so if you're at home and you're thinking about it stop no rabbits or hawks will be fucking they don't fuck Stop it. We get the rabbit. We get the hawks. And then we have the hawk hang out with all the baby rabbits and start. Which will definitely lead to nothing terrible. No, nothing terrible. They won't fuck and they won't be eaten either. Uh, And the hawk will throw the baby rabbits out of its nest, you know, like birds are wont to do with their babies. 
And, uh, oh, to teach them to fly. Yes. And then in a couple uh, billion years, uh, the bunnies will just evolve wings. Science do the work for me. All right, Maddie, that's a great, like, a long-term idea, but I want short-term. I want the hoople-tingle to be here right now. So I'm thinking what we could do is if we figure out how to teach rabbits, hawks, bats, whatever we're mixing together mm-hmm. here, the Dragon Ball Z fusion dance, that could get us them that's, instantly. That's not a bad idea, because my next suggestion was going to be glue, but you know what? That's even better. Better than glue? choreography really good choreography so we're gonna need to find like a really great choreographer to do with this and i suppose danny ortega danny ortega Ortega. i was gonna say famously from high school musical and also one episode of phineas and verb where they animated him in you know what i was gonna say wasn't any good so that's just perfect we got it got it in one yes impressive perfect so we'll contact danny ortega and we'll ask him to teach rabbits how to dance with hawks and they will do their funny fusion dance from the dragon ball z animes yes and then we have our new cryptid who is ours and ours alone right and we love him forever is there any risk we're running with the person who inceptualized this creature any like copyright laws oh i don't know i don't intellectual property laws you know if we do we'll have a a wolfer tinger of our own to attack them so if they want to invent their own and have them dogfight, they can. But until then, I'm pretty much untouchable at this moment. That's a good point. We will be able to wield it like a sword and yeah. potentially inflict violence upon them should they try to sue us. 50% sword, 50% pillow pet, who's super lovable. Well, now that we have this, let us make our way to the ad break realm. Ooh. That's right. I'm acknowledging the fact that we're going into the ad breaks during the episode for once and not just cutting away to some music. So here we go. I'll look at the music. It's cutting oh, in. Whoa. Organic in. transition. Segway complete. Here we are at the ad breaks, just like I said we'd be. We definitely recorded this episode in order. Yep. I don't know what we're talking about after this. Uh, I certainly not not knowing anything about Yertle the Turtle. Anyway, that's foreshadowing for the viewers. I forgot what we talked about already. (laughs) It's been two minutes. Here we are in the ad break section, but we don't have any sponsors because we're new little babies. We're sexy little babies and we don't have any money coming in. So we're going to make up some ads until people start paying us to stop it. Yes. So, Maddie. For the low price of being the company Squarespace, you can get (laughs) me to shut up. (laughs) By my silence. Woo. Maddie, will you please give us an ad for the Hotel Suite Services that allows you to live like Howard Hughes did. Ah, uh, hey there, you. You look bored. You look like you know what aviation means. I do. Do you want to live a sad life? Mm-hmm. But also a badass life? Oh, hell yeah. Well, come on down and get the hotel suite service that allows you to live like Howard Hughes. Mm. Do you love being a recluse? I do. Do you want to order room service every night? I love 
pizza. Do you wish to roam the halls of your own hotel floor, clicking and clacking your fingernails across the buttons of all the uh, doors? I love leaving scratches on the walls. Well, then this is just the service for you. So come on down and scare some people who work at a hotel. Ride the uh, baggage cart things betwixt the rooms. How much does it cost? Ah, it's uh, the low, low price of a billion dollars. Oh, thank God I'm rich. Quite a steal for <laughs> what you get. So come on down today. Isn't that all what billionaires want? That's what we all spend, Have so much for. money that they can become a weirdo at the top of a hotel like it's goddamn Luigi's Mansion 3, mm-hmm. and they can just basically become a Scooby-Doo villain. Yep, this ad is directly marketed toward Jeff Bezos. So, Jeff, <laughs> be out there, get those fingernails growing and open up them pockets. Woo! <laughs> Aiden, could you please tell us about Miss... Gr- Say Miss- it. Miss Guggle Shrope School for Naughty Children Who Smudge Teacups. Hmm. Are you like me, Miss Grundleshrope, who has a lot of naughty children in their house and they keep smudging your teacups? I've tried so many ways to get these naughty kids to stop smudging my teacups. Firstly, I tried to burn off their fingerprints, but one would not expect uh, the fingerprint is not exactly what causes the smudge and is more of a result of the residue that will already be on their fingers. So basically, they kept smudging up the teacups still after I had burned their fingerprints off, but now they had no sort of defined matter, so I couldn't tell which of the kids smudged the teacups, which was a whole new problem. I got like (laughs) 17 kids in this boarding house, and I couldn't figure out who was smudging the teacups, and now I'll never know, which is why I've decided to start a new separate facility from my own home that I will run and operate in a professional matter, but get to leave and go back to my teacup housing house afterwards. What's that service called? It's called Miss Grundleshrup's School for Naughty Children Who Smudge Me Teacups. Oh, I need to send my boys immediately. What would they learn there? They'd learn proper teacup etiquette, like how to not smudge them and to stay tway. And not go near Nanny's china cabinet! Wow, that sounds super useful in the real world. I can't wait to send all my boys and my money. Do so quickly, please. It's very hard to own two houses. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, 17 kids is a lot of mouths to feed. Mm -hmm. And I keep going through so many goddamn (laughs) teacups. It's ridiculous. (laughs) They ruin them instantly. It like rubs off all of the paint on them. And then it's just a mess. My teacup spending is just... You know, it's really hard. Somebody help me. I don't know anything about budgeting. It's really difficult for me, Miss Grundleshrope. So I would really appreciate you sending some of your naughty kids who smudge teacups to my boarding house specifically for children of such proclivities. I will send them post-haste. Do so. I'm begging. (laughs) I'm begging you. (laughs) Damn. That lady was desperate. She was. It was really upsetting. It got really distressing by the end there. It got very uh, human and real. Yeah. Which one doesn't want from commercials, generally. I don't want to be reminded about the inevitability of financial collapse. Right. But I also don't want my teacups smudged, so. It's also true. Sort of a win-win. And I got all these 17 kids who I need to get rid of. Right? 
Lore Folk is a part of the Podcast Network Network, PNN. We're a network of shows in Chicago. That means we work together to cross-promote shows, projects, memes, and other fun things. If you want to help support us, tell your friends about us and listen to our shows. Also, keep an eye out for our ad slots. We plan to start selling ads soon, and you can buy one to tell the world about all the cool and hip things you're working on. Or you can frivolously spend your money and have us say whatever your heart desires. Yes, that's right. For the small price of $6, we will say whatever you want to a point. Don't be weird. But do support the Podcast Network Network today. I got a new bit here for us. Ooh. Oh, it's Go not a bit. say it. It's a segment. <clears throat> I got a new segment for us. That's the verbiage I was looking for. Is it a cryptid? <gasps> it's a fun new game show where we decide if groups of things are cryptids. Gladly. Our first group of things is Dr. Seuss characters, mm-hmm. uh, which there are a lot of, which yes, I did not realize. A lot of freaky fiends and they're in that all rogues gallery. Fucking weird, and they've all got like weird sock feet. Mm-hmm. So I thought we could just go down the line and just like you know some quick arguments uh, against or for if they're cryptids. We'll start with the Grinch, which I think is an obvious yes. I think he checks all the boxes. It's creepy. He loves what he does. He lives far away from people. Furry. Bottoming bottom womb. The Grinch is a what? Who is just currently occupying a area predominantly populated by who's. Oh. He's not so much a monster cryptid thing as he is just a different species of person in that universe. So I would say he's not a cryptid. Oh, interesting. But the, but what if Bigfoot is secretly what if there's a race of Bigfoots also and they're just the one is here, but what if our Earth Bigfoot is the Grinch? Well, then if that new information ever did come out, Maddie, oh, then, then we'd change be... how oh, we classify okay. him. Oh, okay. All right. It's Grinch. like if we found out that Bigfoot was a stranded alien, we'd be like, oh, he's an alien. Oh, that's true. Oh, that'd be so lame. It would be pretty Getting lame. demoted it wouldn't from be cryptid to alien. Fun. Boo. Aliens are real. Eh, whatever. Uh, don't don't say that. They'll come here and they'll listen to you say that and they'll get you. Yeah, yeah. Aliens. Oh, no. if you're listening. Alf is going to come down here and he's going to eat your cat. <laughs> I don't have a cat. After the incident. The Alf-cident. The Grinch is a cryptid. <laughs> no, the Grinch isn't a cryptid. Woo. Undecided. Right. Next in the line. I said the who's from Whoville, but I think we've established there's yeah, a bunch of them. I think they're so just They're not really people. cryptids. Uh, things one and two. And interesting, because there's more than one, but it's just the two of them. And they are fucking weird. I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Because they're not quite people. Mm-hmm. Uh mysterious they're very mysterious in origin they have a set location but Mm -hmm. instead of like a forest it's like the box that they're from you know spilling out with all that wacky goop yeah they just spawned in there like what the fuck of course we are not referring to the novel but the mike myers 2003 classic oh obviously yes that's the only way to discuss any dr seuss (laughs) literature so yes i think one and two cryptids boom uh yertle the turtle classic guy Basically my dad, but is he a cryptid? I'm not going to lie. 
I'm not overly familiar with Yertle the Turtle. Can you Yertle explain him to me? The Turtle. Uh, he's he's in the musical. Susical. Susical. Instant badness. But I think he's also one of the turtles from like the turtles all the way down situation, oh, right? Who gives a shit? Who gives he's a, a shit? He's a Susical man. He's a He's officially man. garbage. No, right. he has a book. Wait, never mind. Yeah, Yertle the Turtle. And oh and other stories this says. Oh, he, he is... doesn't even have his own book. He's this fucking nerd doesn't get the title of cryptid. You know what? Fuck Yertle the Turtle. He can choke. He can choke all the way down. He can you know? choke on those corny lyrics that he's belting out on a canceled Broadway show. Ridiculous. Okay, so not only is Yertle the Turtle not a cryptid, he's also toxic and canceled. Yes. Everybody jot that down. Last, but certainly not least, Danny DeVito himself with the Lorax. No. He's a mythological beast, oh. which is different from a cryptid. Right. He is summoned... He's like a spirit, really, he or a appears, fairy. Yes, when needed. Yes, to speak for the trees. He's not some sort of funky animal with supernatural capabilities lurking in the woods. Mm. He is quite literally the woods, right? As he is their voice. So if he sticks around, though, once him and the and the what's his name, the Onceler. Wow, throwback Tumblr, twenty fourteen. Don't. So the Lorax. Not a cryptid strictly, but here's my question. Once him and the ones there become friends and all the as the trees are growing back, he's like, well, we're just going to stick around, you know, just hang out, make sure everything's going well. But then they form like a beautiful friendship and they hang out and he just sticks around way longer than he needs to. Does he become a cryptid? Can you earn cryptid status? Can you be knighted? Like being a dame? He's kind of like an honorary cryptid honor. in that capacity, I would say yes. Mm -hmm. I think so. Spicy. He can chill. He yeah. can hang with Bigfoot and Mothman. Yeah, he gets it, you know? But he's never, like, fully part of the squad. He's that one friend in the friend group who gets invited to, like, the big hangouts, but he doesn't get to be part of, like, the more intimate hangouts mm, where y'all just right. chilling. Everyone likes to have him around, but, like, meh. And everybody needs a thneed. Woo! All right, well, we're going to go find Yerdo the Turtle and beat the shit out of him. Hell yeah. That's the end of our show. I'm going to fuck that turtle up. If you liked what you heard, please consider sharing us with your friends. We're but babes in the woods here when we're not paying for any sort of marketing because mm -hmm. we're penniless vagabonds. The more people you tell, the bigger the gang that we'll have to go beat the fuck out of Yerdo the Turtle with, so... And if you like, we now have animatics up on our YouTube yeah. channel and such. And you can also find episodes there. Go We're available uh, where a lot of podcasts are found, like yes. where you're listening to this right now. What? And more. How'd that happen? Spotify, probably, I think. Mm -hmm. Apple Music. Should be. Well, let's see how that all works out. And we'll see you all next time.